Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Today's episode is all about staying in control while not staying involved and how you can let go of control while staying in control. And I'm going to ask you this super important and slightly confronting question Are you the bottleneck in your business? Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast. It's beautiful to be here. We're diving in to an important episode because at some stage, your business, if it's not there already, it's going to get to a point where you simply can't wrap your arms around every single little bit of your business anymore. You won't be able to do it. Most people start out in their business by themselves and they get to a stage where they've run out of time. So I'm sure you've been there or if you haven't been there, you will face that in the not too distant future. You run out of time to do all the things that you want to do. And what happens at that stage is that you get someone in to help you. And that usually looks like you handing over work to them, you delegating work to them and reviewing their work and then moving on. That's typically the way most people start their growing a team and getting somebody to help them journey. The next business and capacity challenge that's common to face is then to run out of time to do the delegating running out of time to load up or instruct the people around you and to review what they've done. And when you are running out of time to review the work that somebody else has done or to load someone up with new work, that's called becoming the bottleneck. Now, you may have heard people talk about being the bottleneck and you'll know that if you're the bottleneck, if the flow of work, the volume of work that can be done is being stopped by you. So if your capacity to look at things, to review things, to send out more instructions determines the volume or the flow that can be done, you are potentially the bottleneck in your business. And I want you to imagine that there's a gate that you almost open and close based on your ability to instruct or review the work that someone else has done. So if you're acting like that gate, now my arm is going up and down here, which you can't see. If you're acting like that gate, then you are the bottleneck in your business. And it's a tricky time to be facing. So this first stage, this stage when you're too busy to get it all done by yourself and you need to start handing things to somebody else, definitely a tricky stage. The next stage when you're the bottleneck and you become too busy to hand over work fast enough or review work fast enough, this is also an equally a tricky stage. You know, what do they say? New devil, new level. It's at this stage, the bottleneck stage, when it becomes incredibly important that you work out, A, how to stop being the bottleneck by getting out of the flow of work, and B, how you can still stay in control of the quality of the output without staying involved in all the output. 
And it's a totally different challenge and a totally different dynamic to the first stage, which is the delegating and reviewing work stage. It's the question of how do I step away from this function and still feel safe and trust and know that this is being done the way I want it done without me personally reviewing it all and without me having to put the gate down, so to speak. And ideally, eventually, not needing to be involved at all, not even needing to review it, not even needing to control the work, control the gate, knowing that I can totally step out and just see it flowing without me. I call this letting go of control while staying in control. And it's something that I'm hugely passionate about. In fact, I've got a whole module dedicated to it in one of my short courses, the one that's called Fundamentals of Leadership. It's called The Art of Control. It's module three because this is a fundamental skill of being a leader. How do I get people to do what I need them to do without being there to watch them do it? Being there, meaning instructing someone, reviewing, overseeing their work, that's managing people. Leading someone is setting up systems and processes and control points that enable and empower people to do the things they need to do without you. And I call it an art, an art of staying in control because it's not a science insofar as it's not a set formula. It's not a set one size fits all that you can just overlay and roll out in your business. There's an art to working out what's right for each of the many different processes and situations that you have in your business. And it's about setting up your art of staying in control in a way that feels right to you as the business owner. Because the amount of control that you require is something that's unique to you and your business. What's going to make you feel calm and safe is totally unique to you and it's totally unique to the type of business that you have. So you can imagine that the type of business is going to vary the type of systems and the type of control points that will be required. You can imagine the control points that's required in a bank will be totally different to the control points that are required in my coaching business here. And your personality, your appetite for risk, what is and isn't important to you and the experience that you want your clients to receive and how easily someone else may be able to learn the different elements of what needs to be done in your business, again, is unique to you. So let's look at some examples. You know, laid back Lizzie may not care so much about the details. And as long as she's seeing, for example, raving client reviews where she always gets four or five stars rolling in, then she feels safe in control and happy versus proudly pedantic Penny who needs to see each email and she wants to peruse it and double check it and check the tone and check all the spelling. That's what she might need to do the final review to feel safe and in control before it goes out to her enormous database, for example. So it's less about right or wrong processes and control points as so much as you having the clarity around what's important to you and where the control points are therefore needed based on your business, your risk appetite, and the likelihood of an impactful mistake happening and what the ramifications of that mistake might be to you, your customers, and your brand. 
And that's why I talk about it as an art. It's an art to learning how you can set this up in your business so that it works functionally for the business. It's not an impractical system that's never going to flow without you. And it's one that makes you feel good, calm, in control and safe. So let's talk about a specific example. And I like to talk about social media when I talk about specific examples because we all know social media and most of us use it in our business. So it's quite a common example to be able to break down. If you think of social media, it's an end-to-end process with lots of steps through it. There's writing the caption, there's creating the image or the reel or the video, there's researching and choosing the hashtags, there's actually the function of posting it out to the universe, you know, scheduling it. There's the research around choosing what platforms it should go on. There's the strategy around how many times you can post or you should post to what channels, et cetera. So there's the strategic part. And then after you've posted, there's the part of engaging with anybody who comments, who anybody who sends you a direct message. And then I guess the post posting part where you can do analytics, what worked, what didn't, what was the reach like, you know, what's the engagement like, etc. And then the coming up with new ideas for what we should post next time. So there's lots and lots of different parts of social media, as you know. Now, each of you listening will have a totally different, unique and individual appetite for each little element in that process. And your business depending on what industry it is, it may have certain requirements that need to be followed. For example, I have a client who has really clear rules around messaging because of safety requirements and legal requirements in their business. They have clear rules around certain things they can and can't say and certain pictures that are and aren't appropriate. I have other clients who don't have any set rules, but they have really strong opinions about the way things are written and the tone that feels good to them and that should and shouldn't be used and the way they want their audience to feel when they read something that's written by them. I've got other clients who are less bothered at all about what the caption says, but they're really focused on the aesthetics of the image or the video or the reel, and that's what's important to them. I've got another client who doesn't care much about the what being the caption or the image or whatever it is that's pushed out. As long as it's relevant topic-wise and it is effective and to her effective means generates leads that they can nurture for their upcoming launch. So depending on your situation and what your appetite is and what is important to you, it might be appropriate to get someone else to do your content research, to draft the content and create the images. But you might feel really strongly that you need to review the words that get used, or you may not want to review it at all. And you may think, no, as long as there's some key concepts and strategies that we agree, the rest can be just handed over and I don't need to put a control point in or I don't need to review it. Or perhaps you may feel really strongly about the way it's specifically done already in your business and therefore you need to teach somebody the exact things they can and can't say, they need to adhere to certain rules, they need to do things in a certain way, follow certain templates, use a certain tone and it's a training process that will become your control point that you'll overlay into the business with really specific review points that may take many months for someone to be able to totally run on their own. So you can see and hear that letting go, in inverted commas, of the control of social media 
in this situation will come down to your personal risk, your appetite, what's important to you, and where the right control point feels appropriate for you to insert to either review something or to minimize a risk, a real or perceived risk. And that control point might be you initially reviewing some drafts of captions that someone else write. It may be you not reviewing at all and just monthly looking at the stats to measure effectiveness. It may be, you know, you only looking at it afterwards. It might be you reviewing the engagement analytics or the number of complaints or looking for, hey, we didn't get any complaints and therefore that means X, Y, and Z. So you can see in that social media example that it is possible to stop being the bottleneck and the bottleneck in that example might be being the person who writes the content, being the person who needs to review the content, being the person who schedules it, being the person who reviews it before it gets scheduled. There are various places that you might be the bottleneck at the moment and you get to look at that and think, do I need to be there? Why am I there? What am I worried about that's keeping me there? Is there a process or a system or something that I can put in place to lift that control point and to otherwise let the person measure their own success, track their success, or somehow summarize the information so at any stage I can go in and check and look at it and feel comfortable that we're on track? So let's break down how you take that scenario and overlay it into a different process that you might be looking at. Let's look at some steps that you can go through to think, how can I stay in control or perceived control and feel calm and safe whilst handing over a function in my business, no longer being involved in all the different steps? So first of all, think about a process or something in the business that you want to let go of. Maybe it's your invoicing. Maybe it's onboarding a new client. Maybe it's responding to your emails or customer inquiries. Step one, Ask yourself what part of this end-to-end process is really important to you. And spoiler, even though your brain might be screaming at you and may want to answer with all of it's important, it usually can't be everything. Or it can be, but it gets pretty challenging and you'll make it pretty hard for yourself. So I really want you to re-inquire and re-challenge yourself to not claim it all being important. So what, if we think of that social media example, what parts are important? To me, the topics are really important. The aesthetics are important. The words and the tone are important, but there's a whole bunch of things that aren't that important. It can be done by somebody else. So whatever process you're thinking about, ask yourself what part of it's really important to you and what's less important to you. Ask yourself, if I think of someone else doing this for me, what am I most worried about? If I close my eyes and imagine that I'm not the person involved in every single little detail, what am I worried about? What am I most worried about? And then really challenge your brain to get specific, to dive down. Where am I worried about a mistake occurring? Where am I worried about a client or an external person not receiving the right experience? Where might my brand or my business be at risk? And where does it feel big when I think of something going wrong? The answer to this question is your beautiful, perfect starting point for how you can get a bit of a sense of where you need to put control points in and what you can hand over. So step two is then thinking about, well, exactly that. Where can I insert a control point? Where can I put a review point in place, which is like the gate going down? 
So where can I insert something into the flow of the work to minimize a mistake? Now, that review or that control point might be a human reviewing the work, and that human might be you. It might be a report that can be run. It may be some details that are flagged up on a dashboard that anybody can check at any stage. It may be a very clear detailed checklist that people need to follow at that stage without exception every single time. And then step three is you asking yourself, what does real success look like if I think of somebody else doing this instead of me? If you weren't involved in this and I knew it could be done like this, to this level, most of the time, what does that specifically look like? Knowing that it's unlikely that you're ever going to get anybody to do something the exact way every single time that you're currently doing it right now. It's going to be hard if that's like the expectation that you set. Where can there be a variance? Where is near enough, good enough, insofar as it won't impact the result for the client, for the brand, for the experience? And then step four is how can that review or that checkpoint that I've come up with be as automated as possible? either through the person you're asking to do it to self-track it. So, for example, a really important thing for me is that there's never a spelling mistake that goes out. And the person doing my social media for me can self-track, can self-check that really important thing to me by you know, running a spell check, double-checking it both in the document and then before hitting the publish button, for example, or for scheduling it. So how can the review or the checkpoint be automated? Now, at first, it's okay if that checkpoint is you, if that's what you need to stay in control. That might be your first step, but know that that's the gate. That's you putting the gate down on the flow of the work. And then the next step might be, well, can somebody else do this instead of me? Then the next step might be, how can we automate this? How can somebody check for themselves if it's right? Do we have a system? Can we run a report? Can we create a dashboard so that something is automatically checked so that anybody can glance at it and we all know that we're on track? So working through these steps, step one, asking yourself and getting really clear what's important to you. Step two, what control or review parameter you can put in place. Step three, getting really clear on what actual real success looks like and how you can measure it. And then step four, what part of that review or control process can be automated. Working through these steps and getting really clear on what's important to you for your business and for the individual process that you're looking at is your starting point. And there's a reason that most people find it hard and it's because they let themselves and their brains stay in the, it's all really important. Nothing can be done unless it's me or it must all be done perfectly. Near enough is not good enough way of thinking. When ultimately, if you want to grow, if you want to not be involved in every little bit. You need to find ways that other people can do things to the near enough level, to the good enough level, whilst maintaining the importance on the stuff that's truly important to you insofar as the impact it has on your clients or insofar as the risk that may be created if it's not done perfectly. So lots for you to go away and think about today. And I'd love to know, do you think you're the bottleneck in the business? Is that something that you're facing and you're challenged with at the moment? And if so, what is one step that you can take to do something about that? 
soon, either today, this week, or soon. I'd love to hear. Hit me up over in the DMs over on Instagram. That's where I hang out at Paula Maidens Consulting, or you're welcome to send me an email, of course, to paula at paulamaidens.com. And if you want to learn a little bit more about the art of staying in control, then of course, dive on over and check out my short course, The Fundamentals of Leadership. It's really great. It's only four short modules. They're about 45 minutes each and there's a workbook and all the things. And you can binge it Netflix style and get started at any time for just 149 Australian dollars. So go and check that out over at paulamaidens.com under the learn tab. Okay. That's all for this week. I hope that's been helpful. I'll be back here next week. Till then, have fun.